0: Welcome to the car, sim, and race driver show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst, in the course, my very special guest, basic ollie, rascal, rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast. And try not to crash. Good evening and welcome to the Car, Sim and Race Driver Show. And with us tonight is our first ever Olympic champion. It is Valerio Gallo. It's great (laughs) to have you on the show. Welcome. Good evening, guys. Hello, everyone. Now, we have a chat that is bursting and ready to ask you lots and lots of questions uh, about your recent incredible victory. At the at the Olympic Esports Championship, um, but we always start um, with this question for all our guests: that How did your esports and kind of gaming, kind of racing career? How did it all begin?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> we have to do, do a big jump back in the past because actually, uh, it's it, it all began when I uh, bought my first PS three in twenty twelve uh, with. Uh, grand turismo 5 so yeah also let's say i started from since i was three years old to play grand turismo so it was definitely uh, a destiny that i uh, kept playing this game because i really loved it and it really taught me a lot about the motorsport and yeah basically uh when i was um, playing on grand turismo 5 I i started racing competitively Mm-hmm. and maybe not uh at an uh, international level but uh yeah i was trying to uh improve uh and to also learn about racing because it was all new to me and yeah it all uh let's say it it kept going uh until gt sport came out and then yeah i from there i started to let's say uh focus uh, a little bit more even though I didn't start from 2017 to uh, race the FIA, I started one year later in the 2018. And also I joined my first team, which was actually the Williams uh, uh, Junior, which is actually the academy team of the current Williams Esports. And, <clears throat> and yeah, basically I started doing my first uh, regional events. And then I switched to the uh, world, um, worldwide events. So the FIA GT Championships, so the Nations Cup, the Manufacturers Series, uh, the Toyota Cup, and and now <laughs> with the Olympics. Uh, so yeah, I basically um, uh, joined every event that there was there. And in 2019, basically when I started, I just uh, let's say my aim was just to be there, just to join. And uh, I qualified for the 2019 Tokyo and Monte Carlo World Tour. And and then in uh, 2020, with the last World Tour, which was in Sydney, and these were like my ever free round I did. And uh, from then I wasn't able, but mostly everyone wasn't able to uh, join anymore because of the pandemic of the pandemic and and yeah and during those events i didn't do so well but for example uh, in 2020 i improved a lot uh, i really focused on myself because i knew that i had the po- the skills and the possibility to even try to let's say fight for the top spots and that happened, because in 2020, my season was fantastic, uh, becoming uh, vice uh, world champion in the Nations Cup of 2020. And then and then until now, <laughs> with the biggest of the surprises, uh, even becoming the first ever Olympic champion in GT Sport, uh, already putting my signature on it. And, and yeah, I was, it was pretty shocking for myself and so basically that's been like a climax uh since my my beginning on uh GT, on uh, grand turismo so yeah fantastic no, that's great now
0: one of the things because obviously you've done so well over these last number of years but when <clears throat> what, what was the time when you realized you could be really competitive and potentially win at these kind of events
1: well actually uh in the first uh, uh world tour events Uh, so against you know the fastest guys in the world and etc and especially in those occasions because uh, for example when you're home um, you may do good results but when you are there you feel uh, much more than just a race it's all about your uh, head and and yeah so it was all new to me but at the same time I knew that uh, if I got used to it I would be able to even, you know, um, even try to fight for uh, the top spots and against the other guys. But, yeah, uh, I saw, for example, uh, myself comparing uh, to many of the guys like, uh, for example, uh, Mikael Isal, which is my, let's say, my most favorite driver in in GT Sport. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Igor Fraga, Takuma Miyazono. So... Uh, people that obviously uh, were in the Olympics, but also many, many other guys. Like my my key was to study many, many of the drivers to let's say um, like uh, do um, like um uh, make my uh, driving style more rich and get more experience for the for the next event. So and that's what I brought. Um, through all the last races, all my experience, all my uh, hot, also uh, lucidity because it's also about the emotions and I had to stay lucid because otherwise I, the pressure will make me uh, um, uh, like lose my mind and I would not reach those results And and yeah, so I just got inspired by many drivers and also by the community that helped me a lot through these years and, and and that's why for example i dedicate this victory also to them because they also helped me a lot um, motivationally and uh also also for the also for the skills also for the uh, for all the races we we've done so yeah
0: Fantastic! Now that, that is brilliant. So, what would you say? I mean, is did you, is your main characteristics as a an esports racer? And um, what, what would you say are like your strongest points in racing? Um, are you you know? Do you have a particular um, competitive advantage that you think you have? Or where do you think you're very strong at?
1: Um, maybe uh, to get adapted to the situation very soon because it's something that. Uh, really shows the talent of a driver, you know, it's other than the practice uh, pro drivers uh, distinguish themselves from the ability to adapt very soon uh, to the situation. For example, if we have a, um, a, a rainy race, uh, who's the fastest driver to get adapted to that condition. Or for example, uh, uh, we have, uh, for example, a race with the street cars or with the, uh, uh, other cars, other type of tracks, and etc. So it's all about how the driver gets uh, so um, like adapted to the situation. How quickly can react to the situation, and also to the race, um, to the race conditions, and also the strategy. And, and yeah, in this case, maybe I I can do that because I I really. Like to not practice so much because I feel like it's counterproductive, even though the first times I feel like that uh, training is very useful for yourself to learn about you know how to take a corner how to break and etc but after uh, you know you should see a competition uh, very uh, stressful which makes you like um, uh, train harder but mm. At the same time, I feel like it's counterproductive because uh, you get much more anxious because, uh, for example, if I privately can do um, uh, a good time or uh, like a good uh, performance, but then on the actual race, on the official race, after I trained a lot, I don't show my real results. And that's why I like like it to keep it, let's say, cool, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, To try uh, be already uh maximizing my pace on the official race and not trying to maximize it too much and exaggerate exaggerating on the trainings so yeah, that's yeah. probably my uh how to say my <laughs> strong skills so, skills yeah yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's fantastic now we've got lots of people in the chat who've uh, already been asking questions now um i'll quickly go run through um uh, uh the first question that we have here um from Richie Johnson. After watching the last race in the Olympic Games and Mikhail being someone to look up to, how was how what was it like nerves in terms of did you have nerves in the last few laps of the last race?
1: Yeah, uh, like I said, uh I had to stay lucid for this race and not lose my mind. I knew that for example I had three world champions in uh, lobby and also uh potential world champions. So I again uh, like, I had to stay very focused and not uh, distract myself from these things because I knew I had the pace, I just had to uh, express it on the track. Uh, but yeah, for example, Mikhail uh, put me in a level of pressure I never felt because you know it's the final race, it's the Olympics, and then you have like a you have the, probably the fastest guy in GT Sports, you know. So yeah, yeah uh, I felt a little bit of pressure, but at the same time. I had to realize that uh, uh, I had just a few corners left to even try to become a, a, an Olympic champion. So I had to, mm. like, all the work that I did to from the pole position I got in the final race, also because the final race was the most important because of the double points. Mm. So anything could change, uh, could have changed. So... And in my case, it went uh, it went uh, very smooth because from the qualifying, I made the pole position and et cetera. So I also managed to escape. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I had to use this uh, situation as my advantage to defend from Mikael. But then when also I saw Mikael uh, approaching me, I knew that uh, he was going to do that. So I wasn't so, let's say, anxious. But yeah... I mean, it's all about the last laps and anything could have happened. But uh, I managed to still defend myself. Um, for example, I had the hard tires against the soft tires of Mikhail. Surely Mikhail had uh, softer tires, but maybe just in the last laps, he, he started to have a drop uh, on the grip. So maybe that's why I, I was able to defend. Yeah. And so I think Michael wanted to also have the external line to, you know, exit better from the corner. and But, yeah, I defended. That's the only thing I could do. And just hope that my tires will grip, will still have some grip. And, yeah, in the end, in the end I made my race. I made my beautiful ending. And yeah. I also honored, let's say, I'm also honored to have shared this uh, ending this race with Mikael, and because for me it's, it's uh it's my is what is my top inspiration in, in GD GT sport. It's always been my top inspiration, and yeah, now seeing myself you know uh, winning for once against him <laughs> in the most important race is surely uh, it's surely amazing. So, oh, it's
0: fantastic! No, absolutely brilliant! <laughs> uh, it's uh, that and, and all our chat are, uh, as well as. Me and the team are all wishing you the, the best of congratulations on such an incredible victory. And uh, it's quite—we, we, we. We've, uh, we've one of the, the questions in the chat is: um, uh, Can we see your trophy? Is the trophy available, or is it hidden away uh, somewhere?
1: Actually, uh, <laughs> right now it's not available, but because I had to um, uh, pack it uh, oh. to, uh, yeah, to let's say conserve it, and yeah. also because we are moving stuff in the house, so unfortunately I cannot show it. That's all right, not not to worry. We, we've seen pictures of you holding the trophy, I've
0: got it as a thumbnail yeah. for this video, so we've seen it so people can go to that. Um, and we've also got the link for your YouTube channel in our comments uh, below, in the, in the description below. So for you, for everyone who's new to the channel and who hasn't already subscribed to uh, Valerio's channel, make sure you do, the link is in the description. Thank um, you, yeah. if you do so. Uh, yes, because I know you're not far off a of thousand, so you hopefully we'll get you monetized by the end of the night. That would, be, that would, be, that would always be a nice little extra um, for you. Uh, but one of the questions as well um, we had from Adama Banana, which is a great name here. Yeah? Um, what car category do you feel that your skill is the strongest in?
1: Ah, I like this question. Um, actually, um, with the group three, I really feel uh, best with them. But I also like to drive the Group One cars, the LMP cars, because uh, for myself and also as I've always been passionate to the uh, lemon races and etc. So, for example, with the Group One Group One cars, I I really I really like them. Uh, they suit me a lot, also my driving style, and and also maybe let's also put the Uh, street cars because I also like for example to uh, drive um, with less grip to you know um, feel better the uh, behavior of a car and that's Mm -hmm. that's what I always did to also grow myself in the driving style and and my usual daily routine was for example to take a car with uh, the with on uh, comfort soft tires To experience the most uh, extreme grip, but also let's say the most realistic grip, and Mm -hmm. taking it on the north life, and I think it's probably the uh, most—it's the best experience you can have to, you know, uh, learn everything, every little thing about uh, a car, and so, and so yeah, that's what I always did, and what I always like to do, even uh, like even in the free time, so. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so it's quite nice. So you can take a, a good road car and basically drive it
0: as fast as you can. And yeah, see exactly. What see what it's like. But it, um, but yeah, I've never. To be fair, I've never been to Italy, but I've I've just seen the videos of how Italians drive, and I think it, it looks magnificent when they race around. <laughs> and that you've got you've got a great attitude for driving. And I'm a big Alfa Romeo and Fiat fan. Um, and yeah. I, I actually had a chance last week to drive an Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio. You know the top of the range with the one with the ferrari engine in it um and that was an amazing experience so i thoroughly enjoyed that one but um but i'll read out some more of the questions here um now this is a, this is a good one here of all the world tour drivers who is the one driver that you do not want to see in your mirrors
1: and why well i think it already uh, answers the question when you see for example the olympics because obviously uh Rizal is the first one as as i said it's my it's been my uh inspiration uh all the time because you know how fast he is uh on a single lap but also how fast and how consistent uh michael is and also uh relaxed as you can see uh when you when he drives he, he's really relaxed he knows what he's doing he's also very it's, a, it's also a calculator he knows what to do and and yeah for me it was my biggest fear uh but yeah even though i, I had not to have fear of nobody but yeah surely Mikael is out but then also i would also put Baptiste baptist because it's uh, one of those guys that uh, has been so so fast but very fast at the level of uh, Iso. But at the same time, he's, he got so unlucky many times. And mm-hmm. I think uh, watching, for example, on a perspective of the World Finals, of the next World Finals, I feel like he's truly a potential winner uh, for the next ones. And then, and then also, we can also put Jose Serrano, uh, mm-hmm. Josete, which is a very young guy but he's so talented and surely for being so young and fast he can just uh, he can just keep growing and um, and so he's another he's another guy to watch out yeah
0: i was going to say we've got a, a young chap in the in the chat here called jack balding and um, who's in the chat and he's only about i think about 12 or 13 but he managed to get into the top 10 in the EMEA, for I think it was the Dragon Trail, or it was the Sardinia uh, track, um, for the, the Group Four uh, races a few weeks ago. Um, I think that was right. He'll, he'll correct me in the in the chat if I'm wrong. But um, what kind of tips would you have for a young driver like that, who's thirteen and already getting into the top ten?
1: Well, uh, to actually, um, you know, uh, for being young driver and being fast. Yeah, it's surely a good thing. But at the same time, um, you do have to lose your mind uh, after, for example, uh, a race. Because for how bad or good it can be, surely it destabilizes you sometimes. And the, the the right mentality is to always keep um, doing your best and not lose the, your mind to stay also fo- uh, always focused and also to be smart because in in some cases like the immaturity leads you to you know be too much in a hurry for example if you're stuck in traffic and you have to overtake someone maybe uh, instead of you know overthinking already the guy in front maybe it's better for example managing the tire or the fuel depending by the situation and so there are so many factors That um, surely penalize you, and maybe you should like, you know, keep your head and and do your race uh, smart. So that's what I would say, for example, to young drivers that are surely fast, but they, due to the immaturity, immaturity or the lack of experience, they just need to be patient and but also to play it smart.
0: Very good advice. I'm sure that to keep keep calm, keep the emotions yeah, in exactly. check, isn't exactly. it? That's it. I think so. And then keep practicing. And we had a, a question earlier on: um, How much practice do you have to do every day to be able to be so competitive?
1: Well, uh, actually, um, the first time I was practicing maybe three, four hours. But at the level I am now, um, I just need, for example, maximum two hours, or just three, maybe. But mm. I mean, I don't like to practice so much. I just like to practice uh, as much as um, as much as I feel like because I don't like maybe to find the you know the lost uh, tenth or thousand of a tenth uh, in the in the performance because I feel like it's just exaggerating. And uh, also in the official race, you need to you need, you need to be uh, realistically show the times you you, you do. Uh, so I like to practice uh, around maybe an hour, uh, or sometimes it's even required to uh, to practice less because it, it depends by the you know the importance of the event, or, or also because in my case I got so used to it that I also remember what to do. So, but generally I would say one hour, two hours, and you know basically everything you need to do uh, from the quality uh, performance to the race strategy. And then that's it. I would like to leave it like that because if I start to, for example, um, practice more, as I said, it's counterproductive. I just have, I just get uh, anxious, uh, too much uh, hyped up. And maybe in the race I do mistakes that I would not uh, do in, for example, in the private test. And yeah, yeah, I would like to leave it like more um, fresh on the on the race. So yeah,
0: well, that's that's fantastic. Now we've got quite a good question here. It's from Glasgow Ed, and it says um, it's not a real question, but he wonders if, in your early racing days, if you ever rage quit a race or smash a control pad after being
1: punted. I mean, we who who hasn't. Rich quitted <laughs> <laughs> in his whole life. Uh, <laughs> but it's surely, you know, when you um take care of something, you have a passion, and surely you don't wanna let's say um do something negative about your pension passion. Uh surely sometimes you have those moments where, you know, for example, in the last races where I uh throwed away my gloves. Or uh, you know, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it can happen to rage quit. Let's say uh, recently I not rage quitting, but for example, I was a guy that really rage quit quite a lot because in the past, because I also was more uh, younger, so uh, I always wanted to be perfect. So, but at the same time, I went after I grew up, I I understood that to be perfect. Uh, i mean we cannot be perfect but we can just um get close to it and yeah. we just have to accept what we do uh what uh, our mistakes our uh you know our deficiencies to let's say improve because i would just say instead of rage it's better to know to yeah to realize your mistake and to just keep uh get um, get note of that to just improve and do better for the next ones, because I mean uh it's not the it's not that we have just on one occasion uh, we have so many occasions uh um, luckily, I will say so so yeah, just keep going, don't let you like like don't let you down for these things because it's all part of your progression, so yeah
0: yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now, we can see there that you've got a, a, a wonderful play seat um, yeah. in, that you're using. And, you're, and, uh, and then well, tell, tell us a little bit more about the equipment that you use um, for your kind of daily sim racing.
1: So, uh, actually, uh, for example, um, as a uh, Williams Esports driver, as you can see, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, after I got promoted to the Williams Esports from the uh, Williams Academy, so the gym, the Williams Junior, Basically, I got uh, so much support from the team because, uh, actually, I was uh, getting inside the real team. Uh, So, yeah, um, as they also uh, furnished me all the equipment about, uh, for example, the play seat Mm -hmm. or, you know, the TV, which is here. Yeah. And, And so all this stuff, which I always thank them about because I don't say they made me faster, but they surely made me much more, um, uh, they uh, helped my confidence in racing because surely, when you drive, sometimes you feel uh, too much uh, uncomfortable and mm. sometimes it also can be distracting. I I can feel the pain because uh, before having all this, I was just playing on an old 18-inch uh, TV, which was very small, yeah. and it was actually yeah. the same situation as Mikhail, uh, Mikhail had, and I was playing on a pad, and actually, when I also made the switch to from pad uh, to the wheel, I was still using the wheel on my old desk. Mm-hmm. and. <laughs> With this old little TV, and also I was having the seat with the uh, you know the desk chair with the wheels, and it was kind of uncomfortable, I would say. So, but uh, you know it's 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 normal when you have when you start from zero. uh, It's you get adapted to it. Everyone gets uh, used to it. But surely it's, uh, you know, uh, after making the upgrades like this and surely you get more comfortable and more focused on the driving because you can feel the pain. I feel the pain still uh, from the past, but also for all the other people that surely, you know, they don't have so much support because maybe they don't have a team or I don't know. Or the yeah. money to even buy the stuff because also it's it's a very expensive stuff and, mm. and yeah so um, surely in the in the future it's worth to maybe do a little upgrade it's not needed uh, to do like uh, um, like a to buy big stuff I don't think uh, it's worth it just just buy for example the even the low end stuff, so the cheap stuff, mm-hmm. because you just need to feel comfortable when driving and yeah. that's what I always think.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's very true, isn't it, that the, if you get, I've had my, just a G29 and play seat challenge for nearly four years and the difference it's made is huge. Because yeah. you just feel, you feel so much more when you've got a wheel in front of you and pedals and, and it allows you to drive a little bit better, a bit smoother. Um, and it's and more of the experience as well of, of the of the gaming and and the kind of atmosphere and everything that goes along with it um, yeah. but um, how did you find because when a lot of people switch from being on a pad to being on a proper steering wheel and um, it takes them a little while to get used to that how, what was your your um, experience of going from being very fast on the pad to then getting the wheel
1: well actually, It was less traumatic than I thought it was going to be because, uh, for example, in 2018 when I, you know, when I started to compete in GD Sport, I was still on a pad. But then when I had to face uh, my first uh, regional events in Italy, uh, yeah, I had to make the switch uh, from pad to the wheel because on the live events it was required to use the wheel and yeah i had for example one month from the day i qualified for the event to for example um go to the uh, live event and uh, i had to get used to the wheel in just one month but i really got uh, pretty fast at it maybe i wasn't so consistent but surely it wasn't so much of a uh, let's say of a bad situation maybe because uh also i think gt sport uh is very um you know helps you in this because it's very accessible as a game like you can also be competitive with a pad and yeah. even though you know uh the pad is different from the wheel but surely you you can basically get used to it very quickly and but yeah i mean i just um spent uh, some months and i got already to the top of the leaderboard, uh, so talking about, for example, the FIA Championship in 2019, uh, when I had, for example, my first wheel, which, which was the Gene 29 I was already uh, pretty amazed of what I was doing, even though, for example, I wasn't so fast as I am now, but it surely was a mix of uh, you know, uh, self-improvement, uh, but also uh, not about the skills, but also about the wheel. But at the same time, I, I felt already fast because I thought maybe it was going to be uh, to take longer than I thought. Mm. But then, yeah, uh, the difference. Uh, um, I mean, uh, it, it 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 wasn't so shocking uh, to f- pass from a pad to the wheel because surely the, it's the game. Because I feel like that the if you go, for example, in other simulators that you know, they are more optimized from, for the wheel. Uh, hmm. Surely you can feel even 10 times more the difference when you pass from a pad to the wheel. So surely, surely, I think it's also about the game that helps you. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Now, this is a good
0: question from Flash Dagger. He says, is it true that you use chase cam? And if so, what do you feel is the advantage?
1: Okay, yeah, I use the chase cam. Uh, basically, I was uh, before uh, before playing GT Sport. I was using the hood cam because I needed, for example, to um, learn more about the racing lines on the track. And but yeah, then I wanted to make the switch to the chase cam because actually, many many people ask me about it. How how in the world I was able to use that uh, that cam? But basically, I feel like that uh, I don't say that, for example there's a camera that makes you faster. But mm-hmm. it's just personal preference. But at the same time, uh, I feel like it's more, uh, you know, you have much a uh, much better vision of what's happening around you. So for example, if we are in a battle, so against uh, some other people and you have to defend or also, let's say, to be fair with them. So let's say not to push them wide or, or et etc. So yeah, I prefer to use that cam. Uh, to see better the circumstan the circumstances and uh and surely helps me to see better but also i think uh, for the um uh also for the car behavior because i can i can see better how the car is responding to me when i drive it but yeah it's just personal preference because i feel like that for example uh i mean objective, ob- objectively it gives you a better vision, but at the same time, maybe there's people that doesn't want to see the car because they want to see, for example, better the road, because, yeah. for example, the chase cam doesn't let you see so much the road, or, for example, where you are putting the tires, or I don't know, other stuff, but, yeah, there's people in people, so people that want to see, for example, their circumstances or the car, like me, or people that want Wants just to see the road. So they will use, for example, the bumper cam or the hood cam. And they don't focus, for example, so much on the circumstances. But in my case, that I already um, um, learned about how to make corners and also the driving lines, I made a switch to these cams just for the, um, uh, you know, to see, to have a clear vision and a better vision about the surroundings. Yeah, fantastic.
0: Now well, that's super. And a uh, I, I, I question for you as well from, from Richie. Um, your PSN is Bracer, or B-R-A-C-E-R. Uh,
1: so Where did that come from? Uh, okay, um, basically, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's actually um, a name that I had to, uh, I wanted to short to shorten it, because mm. actually it was Best Racer 2000, my original name. And actually, you know, for how much historical has been to me this name, but I I I really regret it, because <laughs> obviously <laughs> when I chose it the first time, I was so young, and you know, my, my only target was to become fast. And then the first name that I had, and it was the first name uh, that Maybe everyone has in their mind and yeah, I put it. And maybe the first time, uh the first times people when they were watching the name, they were saying, Who's this guy? It's just uh he's just a tryhard and he's nobody. And and then from then I wanted to shorten the name, but at the same time to keep, you know, the eraser because
0: I mean yeah, exactly. i'm still a racer
1: i'm still a racer but the b it's uh, symbolic to me even though i wasn't the best racer um and so yeah it's been a such a historical name mm, i mean everyone uh, knows me like that and i just wanted to keep it even though sometimes i i regret i regret about it maybe now <laughs> maybe now it could have more sense To 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 use the old name, the best racer. But I mean, I'm not the best racer, but I'm one of the best racer for sure. Because I mean, now I'm realizing to be uh, to be very fast and to also fight against the fastest guys in the world and also world champions. And you beat, yeah, (laughs) you beat. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. So it's. It, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. I'm happy of that, and I, but I have to still keep pushing because it's not, it's not over, and there, there will be other races in the future. So I will still mm-hmm. race and be myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, what, one of the questions we had earlier um, was, uh, do you have any insight into the latest Gran Turismo Seven uh, that's
1: talks are coming out later on? Uh, actually, no, guys. Um, we don't know nothing. <laughs> even though we maybe for example in the you know in the circle of the um gt stuff etc but yeah basically uh, they just uh close the door to anybody because uh yeah. they obviously are working on it and uh and yeah they don't wanna obviously uh give any any leak of the new game we don't even know when when it's gonna release so we are just like you guys <laughs> we don't know nothing and we just need to wait.
0: Maybe you'll get your picture
1: on the next one that comes
0: out because you'll be as you're ah, part of the maybe. history now. Yeah they'll be I'm sure that'll be it they'll be saying you can develop your career and become just like Valerio uh, that uh with something like you never know. That's what they do with the F1 games, don't they? They put all the all the big racers, all the champions uh, there on the front. Um, but, uh, but no, that's fantastic. Now, one of the things, because you've been all over the world before before COVID, you went to the, the World Championship events, you were saying in Tokyo and in Sydney and in Monte Carlo. And uh, yeah. a big question that we get is, it, it must be an incredible event. What is it like to turn up at one of these
1: Grand Turismo finals? Uh, wow, we are coming into the most beautiful part of the interview because now, uh, I mean, uh, for myself that I was just, uh, you know, unexperienced in uh, going abroad because Tokyo has been actually my first ever flight. I'm not mm. joking. Wow. <laughs> and mm. I sacrificed myself to go there because, yeah, I wanted to take part in the finals. But at the same time, when I, f- I realized I was qualified to Tokyo or, you know, uh, Tokyo uh, above uh, all other uh, the other uh, places I've been it was my it's, it still is my dream city and I was like no I'm not gonna ever uh, visit it but in the end it happened and so the first time I arrived there I was like uh, I was like confused because I I felt like my body wasn't there, wasn't responding because um, like it felt like a dream, it all instantly yeah. All of a sudden, I managed to you know, uh, change uh, um, something um, about me because I was joining the finals, but I was also meeting new people. And I was going into new places that I never felt to go to. And yeah. uh, for example, yeah, as you, as you said, for example, the, the feeling. The feeling was surely incredible because for myself, uh, I was able to uh, uh, to socialize with many many people about the from the drivers and, and so to the staff, but like for me it's like um, you know something special because GT is not like just a um, a game where you know you have from one side the drivers and from one side the staff. It's like a big family for me, and yeah. uh, we had so much fun time. Uh, we really enjoyed the uh, apart the competition. Uh, we had so many uh, good uh, th- uh, good things. Uh, I have so many great memories that I still have now, and I would like to you know uh, relive again those moments because it's been like uh, one year and a half that uh, we don't join the 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 world tours. And yeah, basically I visited Tokyo, then I visited Monte Carlo. And um, the World Finals were surely another good moment because obviously you had all the people for the World Finals, so it was even bigger the family, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and also also let's say how it was organized. Uh, it was surely involving you so much in the event, and. Um, And, you know, because, for example, um, Monte Carlo is full of cars. They took us, for Mm -hmm. example, for a ride in the streets. So it's also about that. It's not all about the competition. It's also about uh, living the best life you can live. Because in that moment, uh, in those short moments, in those short days, I felt a lot of things inside of myself, uh, too. Uh, Also, as a like talking personally, I wasn't also uh, very, um, how to say, uh, I wasn't so talky, for example, I was pretty shy. And surely mm-hmm. this uh, experience also helped me a lot in my character to open myself to new people and also to yeah. new experiences because I wasn't used to, you know, um, because of the money, etc. I wasn't able to take part in so many uh, occasions and go to, do, to all those places and also if we think about that i also went to sydney in the end in australia after like 20 hours of flight i yeah. went from one side of the world to another and that's surely insane so so yeah it's a it's um it's a feeling like no other because um it's those short moments you have and that surely i Still, thank GT about because um, I mean uh, we we all had a good time. We sh- we always remember the good moments. Yeah. So th- that surely means that the like the events uh, are not just events, but they are like um, a moment for all of us to unite because obviously we are not in the same place, but from all the yeah. all around the world. So yeah, I just still thank them for the opportunity for the opportunities, and I still hope that uh, we can have them again soon. So
0: yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully it will start to open up. I'm sure it, it must be coming soon. As yeah. in some countries, it's better than others in terms of restrictions and things. Um, that would be that would be fantastic. Um, and uh, just bearing in mind, I know we've we'll been going for 44 minutes, so I don't want to keep you too much longer. You've been very very generous with your time already. Mm-hmm. Um, but a quick a quick question here: um, Is this now your full time job? Are you pretty much full time sim racer, or do you have something else that you do as well?
1: Well, actually, uh, let's say I would like to call it a full time job, but at the same time, is still not because it's all in evolution. Is still so uh, the sports, I mean, is still growing. Uh, I mean, we're getting close to, you know, um, uh, for example, have that uh, equality to the real life sports, but it's surely still keep growing. I mean, we're going in the right direction because uh, like uh, the, the e-sports are very much followed and also, also our sport in this case uh, with the olympics it just it's just a a big benefit for our sport because also our let's say our discipline is not so is starting to be like a very sectoral um, discipline and uh, so mm. also for us it, it's a good news and it was even a double surprise that for example we joined the olympics because it was a double surprise not only for the game but also for the motorsport and then uh wait um for example um when you say uh okay it's a full-time job i hope i hope so but at the same time for example i i still to you know um if i had to rely on the money for example uh i have to still um you know do something for myself i mean i have some support from the team but i Mm -hmm surely it's still not so um you know it's not a, a fixed thing uh it yeah. has to be more uh you know there has to be more um um it, it needs to get more popular and yeah. because i know that for example in other games uh there are many many kids that for example uh win so so many prizes and for example yeah. the difference from uh From then to GT, is that we don't have prices, we just have to rely on ourselves. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, if you have, for example, just a team that maybe can support you, that's it. And but I mean, uh, for how it is, I mean, I always, I mean, I didn't always uh, rely on the money, I just wanted to, you know, have fun and also my real goal was to improve myself and be one of the fastest and then what yeah. what's, what happens next is just uh um i mean it happens and it's going to happen and i just hope that uh, our sport gets more recognition in, yeah. in 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 this case because it's a sport that uh, surely uh it's not so much uh, followed like uh, other sports for example the football or i don't know but it's it's starting to be you know to get popular, and I want to hope so, because um, I mean, uh, as I'm passionate to the motorsport, I would like to I would like to to see motorsport grow, so yeah
0: yeah I, th- I think some racing has done an awful lot for people who watch motorsport, um, because it, it, I know for myself who you know it's quite expensive to go to Grand Prix and to big events like that. But when you've got sim racing, it kind of inspires you because you're kind of getting a bit of practice and you're kind of getting more involved um, and then you're kind of more motivated to say, right, I want to go and see the thing for real. I want to go to these events. And I wanted
1: also to add a thing because, for example, about this, like um, when the COVID started, uh, I think also sim racing is uh, so it's best moment because also if you saw that many drivers like uh, Charles Leclerc or Carlos Sainz or many other guys that you know um transferred the real life skills into the sim racing mm-hmm. and that also you know when you see those guys there uh, it's it's uh, also it's also great to see and also, they helped us uh, to, you know, but also the situation. It's mostly about the situation that helped us uh, uh, to focus more on the esports, but also on the sim racing because maybe you know I feel like that the sim racing surely it's more um, has that more of uh, you know productive uh, time. Uh, mm. You can you can be more productive while uh, uh, playing. Uh, yeah. in com- mm, comparison to another sport so i feel like also sim racing um, um it's also productive uh, and you can uh, spend time and uh, and surely in the during uh, the covid uh, p- period and the the beginning of the covid surely many people wanted to let's say um, get into it because it was uh, one of the few ways to spend your time so so yeah, uh, I just hope that uh, this recognition can still keep going and uh, just like, for example, it happened with the Olympics uh, as, as well. And yeah. so yeah, I just hope that it keeps going, so.
0: Fantastic. Now, we have uh, a question from another, another YouTuber, uh, an, an American YouTuber called WRL Podium. Um, and he okay. does uh, the kind of rating that I think you would actually quite like. Um, he does bat- what I think they call Battle of the Beatles. So he does the Group 3 Beatles and they race on different tracks. And he also does the old original beetle from the 1960s, but they put nice <laughs> libraries on them and they do them up and they race on all sorts of different tracks. And he said, would you join him one day? And you could start from the back just so they could say that they've raced against an Olympic champion.
1: Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> you know,
0: he will be very pleased that you've acknowledged him there. Because uh, that was the thing, because it is, it, obviously you love your road cars. And I thought, well, that's quite an interesting one as see likes his road cars too. And there's nothing slower than an old Beetle. Um, but once <laughs> they've done them up, they're, they're quite quick, to be fair. Um, but um, now here's the thing, uh, a question from Richie. Did you actually get an Olympic medal as well as the trophy?
1: Well, the, uh, that's gonna be funny because uh, actually I didn't get any medal. I, for myself, I expected it because obviously the medal is the, you know, is symbolic, uh, is the real symbol of the Olympic. But actually, I just got the trophy. I mean, I don't, I don't blame about it, but I mean, <laughs> surely I would love to, you know, wear the Olympic. The Olympic medal with myself because it's surely much more. Uh, for me, it has much more sense because all the Olympic uh, sports um, uh, deserve the medal, and so also I think in this case for the virtual uh, Olympic series, I felt like uh, yeah, I felt it strange that uh, they weren't uh, giving us any medal. And just a trophy Uh, i was Mm. loved maybe more the medal but i mean it's just the first year i just hope that the maybe in the next years something is gonna be more you know uh that also these sports are gonna be confirmed again and we can also have uh, the same uh you know the same importance as uh, also the other sports so yeah oh it's
0: fantastic and uh, I mean, I, I think to see these things I happen, to see it all go on YouTube, and to see the fact you've won this incredible Olympic event, I can only see it getting bigger and bigger in the future. And you'll be able to stand there on the podium in front, me and obviously they put it on TV and different things. That would be that would be something um, because the, I, I think sim racing deserves a lot more coverage uh, because it, it's a it's a very good sport, and you, you guys that train and give it your everything um, is, is fantastic to watch. Um, and to see how how it's done. And I, I, one of the, the questions we're gonna have, now that you've done all this racing, I know when, before the show started, we said uh, you were saying you would, you'd love to have a shot in real racing and hopefully transfer those skills that you have into that. What would be your ideal uh, category in race that you, or if you could get into a, a racing car, or a track day, what would you like to drive?
1: Um, so I have many categories uh, because uh, for example, for uh, example, mainly i would like to you know drive uh, the wait ah okay is the um, uh, is the super gt cars but mm-hmm. like the old ones so the JGTC cars uh because i'm so i so fashioned by them and mm-hmm. also also the l m p cars because uh, as i said before it's my uh, one of my most favorite uh, categories in motorsport, but for example, I would also like to drift because uh, I'm also uh, a drift uh, fan. And uh, for example, I know the Formula Drift events or the D1GP uh-huh. in in Japan, and and so yeah, I would also like to you know drive those cars and have fun with them
0: yeah and what would be your ideal dream car um if you could have any car you wanted what
1: would it be well it's obviously the honda nsx <laughs> <laughs> ah, <be> uh, <laughs> honda, obviously as i think many people uh, know it's 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 my most favorite brand uh historically he's always been uh, such a an elegant but sporty car and it uh, still is to me. And, and yeah, so what can I say, VTEC yeah. power. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you ever see that video
1: of Ayrton Senna in the original yeah, Honda Yeah, yeah, with, uh, with the shoes, uh, with the, the white socks. Shoes. Yeah, uh, white exactly. socks and the, the slip-on shoes. And the, and and the he, sunglasses, and the sunglasses. Yeah. And he driving was just, Suzuka. Yeah,
0: that's the most incredible video. Yeah. Um, and really, I mean, you think that was over thirty years ago, and yeah. and yet the tech was amazing, and there was the most, you know, incredible driver in in F one. Do you have particular um, any drivers that you that you kind of that were inspirational to you, or that you kind of followed or liked?
1: Well, um, let's say, um, well, I grew uh, with Michael Schumacher because obviously I'm a Ferrari fan, but also because he's been one of the greatest drivers ever. Yeah, and but uh, I'm also you know even though he's been like the main rival of Michael Schumacher, but I'm also inspired by uh, Fernando Alonso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the talent of that guy is just insane because uh, we can also see how how vast his talent is when, for example, uh, after you know after being in the F1, he also went to you know uh to try even more sports like for example the indy car then he went to the wsc to also win the lemon the first ever lemon 24 hours with the toyota and then also he also did Dakar, if i remember correctly so we can just see how much his uh, skills are huge because also he is able to transfer uh, his knowledge and his skills even in other, into other uh, categories. But, mm-hmm. like, you can see also how, for example, in the F1, how he drives, is always uh, like, like his overtakes are always uh, fearless. He doesn't have okay. fear of nobody. He's very courageous and he's also smart, very smart. And that's surely something that I really, um, uh, you know, uh, recognize to him because I'm also, as, as for being Michael Schumacher's fan, uh, but yeah. also the his rival is surely another great idol of mine. And yeah, and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love I love
0: when Alonso overtakes because um, he goes so close to the car in front. He just, he's, yeah. he's inches off it. And, yeah. and that's, what, that's what I try and do when I drive my Dacia Sandero. I go as close as I can to the car in front and overtake.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you can do it in a Dacia. Uh, so there, there you have it. Now, I've got a question here, That one last question from Aces Bois, who's been asking this on many occasions, but I haven't, I've, I've, I've been trying to fit it in when I can. And it says, hello, um, Valerio, I hope you're well. What was your reaction when you got into the Olympic eSports Championship?
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, As I said, for example, um, you know, it's for being the first year of the Olympics, uh, it was surely a big, a great thing. But uh, it was a double, uh, it was, it was a double surprise because uh, to see the motorsport uh, uh, get into the Olympics, which was kinda unusual because motorsport has never been to the Olympics uh, before. And also, you know, also our game, because, uh, surely it's a sign that our game is getting more, uh, you know, it's getting more popular and also loved. It's, uh, it's having the possibility to also join the Olympics and it's, 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 uh, it's, it's insane how, how much further the game, uh, um went um in the time and uh and yeah so for me when when I first heard the news i wasn't believing believing in it because <laughs> I thought maybe it was just a fake but uh but yeah actually g t was in uh, was entering the olympics yeah. and it was about to get serious from there because yeah when I heard the news i was also wanted to uh as the nature of the olympics that uh uh, we have um an opportunity to race for it just only once every four years yeah so actually yeah i just wanted to give it all and and give it even more than i usually uh mm, i'm doing because it was surely uh like uh, for example a train that you had to uh pick up um on the fly, so, and yeah. I did, so, um, so yeah. I was going to say, you don't want to put that um, email that
0: comes from Gran Turismo Sports saying you're into the Olympics into your spam folder. You want to make sure that you <laughs> that you definitely <laughs> need that one. You know, that's the one. No, it's, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not junk that one. When you find out you've got into the championship, uh, but uh, but no, that that's fantastic. Um, and we've got a, a funny question for our last one from PR One Benson. He says. How are you so fast when you're constantly holding a camera in your hand?
1: Uh, by the way, hi Benson, what's up, mate? Um, uh, yeah, actually, I don't have any other tools because, like, if I didn't have, uh, for example, a sim racing seat, because I was actually, uh, as I said before, using a desk with a, a desk a desk chair with the wheels and yeah. uh, old TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just. I just improved uh, uh, from the worst uh, to be faster. So I got ad- adapted to the worst situations to be already prepared <laughs> to, the, uh, to the difficult uh, conditions. So <laughs> ah, Fantastic. Well, no, that's absolutely super.
0: Um, and one last, one last little question as we come in, how has your family reacted? And now that you're in the news and, and you've become the, the star attraction, what's it been like to, to suddenly become so famous?
1: Well, uh, actually, uh, for me, it's been such a, uh, you know, I've been so happy uh, that they were happy because, actually, I mean, before of uh, everything, they weren't so, like, um, they weren't for the esports, I mean, they weren't for the competitions and the fact that I had to, you know, spend some time in it because I had Mm -hmm. also... Uh, other stuff to do like the school and other things yeah. so they weren't believing it, believing in it as much as they do now because now they also see that uh, after all my hard work something is coming in and it's also something big uh, yeah. so, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm also happy to make them happy about myself and what I'm doing because it's uh it's also It's also the change of an era because we just uh, we are passing from just playing a game to also uh, living our best life thanks to the game because uh, for example, taking parts to the war tours around the world is surely already something really incredible to think about uh, to be also able to uh, live so yeah. That's it. Oh, it's
0: fantastic. And our final question comes from Richie Johnson. Um, what's next for you and Williams Esports in 2022?
1: Well, I, I will just keep being myself because, uh, I mean, my goal, uh, other than maybe also becoming a champion, but let's say I was, I was just wanted to, uh, to improve. I uh, wanted just to uh, be fast on the game, and that's it. And for the next months, uh, we still have to qualify, for example, for the World Finals this year. And and also for 2022, I hope that, uh, for example, uh, uh, considering also the the likely release of GT7, I hope okay. that uh, we can also restart uh, uh you know uh, all the events and I think also the live events and I just want to you know uh try to be there again and also to visit again uh new places and for uh, for the play for the game thanks to the game I I love, I always loved and I grown with, so so yeah. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Now, we're
0: actually doing a GT Sport um, uh, Championship uh, ourselves. It's, it's actually called the Hugh Hattrick Touring Car Community Championship and it's starting at the end of July and I just wondered if you'd be so kind um, as, to, as to do a little clip for us and to say, if you would like to be an Olympic champion like me, you need to sign up. For the Hugh trick Touring Car Championship.
1: <laughs> well, uh, okay, maybe I can say uh, if we want to win the championship, just eat spaghetti, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that will do. Grazie, that will ragazzi. do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, look, thank you very much for your time tonight. We really appreciate you putting it aside to come on the show. It's been an absolute honor uh, to have you on the show, and we wish you all the best for the rest of this year, for all your um, outgoing races and for the next years as they come along. And I'm sure we'll hear many, many more great wins and great victories. Um, you, you sound like you're dedicated and, and really going to do fantastic things um, as you continue on um, from being an Olympic champion in esports for, for Gran Turismo and more. Um, and hopefully we'll get to see you in real life, in a real life event sometime in the near future uh, when we get to, to see these big events as they take place. Um, but wow. I'm
1: sure... If, sorry. Uh, no, uh, no. I wanted to say thank you uh, also because obviously uh, not, right now I'm living the best moment uh, talking about uh, Gran Turismo and yeah, I also want to thank all the community because uh, like I said, they helped me a lot so all of you guys uh, to which I dedicate the victory and, and also yeah, thanks uh, all of you guys for following me <laughs> And uh, also from asking me the question, and also uh, also Johan. Uh, uh, wait, uh, how how's the pronunciation pronunciation of your name? <laughs> it's a uh, Hugh.
0: Hattrick. Hugh.
1: Yeah, Hugh Patrick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you, Hugh, for you're... having me tonight. And yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome
0: yes thank you very much stay on the line just now as we close the show but to everyone who's been watching and you'll be listening to this on the podcast you've been watching the car sim and race driver show with our first ever olympic champion valerio gallo try fast <laughs> you, and sure. try not to crash bye just now see you